Welcome to the Arise podcast. I'm Tanya Anderson, CEO at Arise, and it's my pleasure to have with me today Tim Marr, who is the director of our advancement department. Welcome, Tim. Thanks, Tanya. It's great to be here. Tim, you have been with Arise for two years? Two years. And can you tell us where, what is your background? Well, uh, prior to coming to Arise, I was with, um, I worked primarily in uh, higher education and also in the area of the arts and not-for-profits. So I was with Syracuse University, Cornell University um, in the fundraising capacity. Then I uh, worked for the foundation of the diocese, running their foundation. And I was helping out at a small um, school before I came to Arise, basically in fundraising and communications in all those areas. And that's a really rich background. And of course, you are helping now with fundraising and development here at Arise, but you haven't really worked in this sector before. Is that right? No, I haven't. I haven't really worked in. I wanted to get into um, uh, this type of work in the not for profit world where really um, I was doing more work that was impacting communities and, and benefiting individuals. Right. Uh, I mean, academia is great, don't get me wrong, but. Um, you can, it's so big at times you don't really feel the impact of your work. Right. It's, it's different. It's right. just different. And at Arise, um, as an independent living center, we have a lot of stories because we serve people any age, any disability. Mm-hmm. We are grounded in the independent living philosophy, mm-hmm. which means that the people that come to us, they know what they want their lives to look like. They're in charge, and we just make it happen. Mm-hmm. Can you um, recall some of the stories of impact that have struck you in the last couple of years? Well, it's, 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 um, stories are really the basis for um, philanthropy and right. fundraising. And uh, it's, um, as you said, it's those stories and telling those stories that impact. But I think for me, it's really um, Arise isn't um, just a place that you come to work in to work externally with individuals, but there's internal stories with individuals and my colleagues. Right. Some of my colleagues have very moving stories, and um, and then there are external stories. You know, um, just walking down into adaptive design, and I can't really cite the individual's name, but actually, it was in the back parking lot, and I think I had just it was my first spring here, and I was walking into the building, and there was a family out there, and their little boy was in one of the motorized wheel devices that they make down at Adaptive Design. I mean, it's the sp- wild thing. Yes, yeah, spinning around the parking lot, right outside your office. Right. And I, you just looked at that. I mean, and his face was just glowing, and his parents were excited, and, you know, Tracy and Connor were there, all smiles, and, you know, this kid was flying around, you know. I, yep. I, I thought he was going to get sick. But, <laughs> I mean, but it was just, you just see that kind of stuff. Or um, I remember that day because yeah. I, I was right outside my yeah. office, and I walked out, and so the adaptive design is a program that takes low-cost materials or other equipment and adapts it, usually for kids, but really for anyone that has a disability. And that story is about a, a wild thing toy, which really our our staff and our volunteers convert into a power wheelchair for a child. Yeah. And for some of those kids, that's the first time they've been able to move independently. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I was down there a couple of weeks ago and. Um, Connor or Tracy or both they were showing me the the workstations they make and know? Connor and Tracy are our staff in the program yeah, yeah, yeah. it's unbelievable that you know the, the custom and then someone can now stand up and draw and eat and um, that's really uh, so that that's in that case but then when 
my first spring, what was really moving to me, besides the farm, I mean, the farm onto itself is just, when you're out at the farm, it's, it's, it's just moving when you see, um, it's just, uh, you see individuals tacking the horses and you see them getting on the horse and you see that relationship between the animal and the person and the, right. and the staff out there. It's just really a, a unique experience. But that's going to be my segue to unique. Okay. And uh, uh, that, to me, uh, was one of the most moving programs that um, that we've been in, I've been involved with because um, my background is in higher ed and in, in, in the other areas, but in higher ed I worked a lot in the arts, right. uh, Syracuse University, any of Cornell. And, um, you know, artists, um, that's how they express themselves, through the arts. And arts, and a lot of visual artists and writers are, are innovative, not innovative, but introverted. And uh, so when I started seeing the artwork that comes in through Unique, and this term went into my head, just the voice of the voiceless. And then... You know, my first real unique exhibit, we didn't have my, one my first year here because of COVID. It was about that we had one this past year. Right. This, and, was, um, and I was sitting there with this artist, and she um, was sitting by herself. And she had her, and she was telling me how she, uh, you know, had such severe anxiety and, and that she, she was a, a student at the Art Institute in Chicago. And, uh, you know, she was just paralyzed by, by all of that. And here she is with a, this uh, drawing she had in, in that exhibit and uh, you go around and you see the cover story and you know these are their voices these are individuals voices and perspectives and the poetry that you, that's just it's so authentic and so pure right it's uh, just moving and it gives a little insight to someone who's not experiencing that type of life and if that doesn't if that doesn't move you well nothing will well, it does move me. Yeah. I, Not you, I mean, but <laughs> you, you folks listening to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. our unique magazine, mm. it, it, as you said, yeah. it's, it's artwork, mm. visual artwork. There's sculptures, mm. there's poems, yeah. there's everything. And the common thread is it's by a person with a, who yeah. identifies yeah. as having a disability. And I, th- I think you're right. The fact that we can partner with the Everson Museum mm. and display that work and have that reception where the artists get to go and see their work hung professionally in this beautiful environment yeah, oh yeah. and tell their stories, like mm-hmm. you said, just uh, how they express themselves in what many consider mm-hmm. to be a pretty marginalized community, yeah. and they are front and center, and yeah. they are powerful. Yeah. I mean, one of the things I was really excited about getting into Arise, I've always had an interest in civil rights and just being in an agency that uh, supports those and you know and equality in, in, in this area really means a lot to me as well and going back to one more story there's it, there's there are multiple facets to it so I got to know um, last a year ago one of the owners of the horses uh, one of the horses that passed away out at the farm right uh, Isaac and, um, and they named a stall in, in, in his honor and it was just so moving to hear them talk about Isaac and how Isaac had touched so many children and how everybody at the farm knew Isaac, like this gentle giant horse. Yes. And, um, and they were just, from that end of things, I mean, you know, they, they had their horse there and they supported their horse there. But just to hear the impact that Isaac not only had on their life, but by having them have Isaac a part of the farm, how the farm became uh, an extension of them so th- those yeah. stories are just and then you take those stories and um, you know you tell them and, and people then want to become a part of those stories well Isaac I know Isaac yeah, well yeah, too yeah, yeah. I mean, he was at the farm yeah. as part of our adaptive 
horseback riding program for many years mm-hmm. and my daughter Eliza she has was riding at the farm at the age of three mm-hmm. and I used to be walking mm-hmm. by her side as a sidewalker so Isaac is this draft horse mm-hmm. that is huge and my daughter who is petite but yeah. she was even smaller then yeah. on this enormous horse Isaac was her favorite and I just remember sidewalking where my arm would be so far over my head steadying her that it just ached but he was a giant yeah. he was gentle everyone loved yeah. Isaac and he brought a, even more magic to yeah. the farm and that's that's a great example of how something that's it's, it's a horse yeah. but it's more than a horse yeah. I mean I've um, come to work I have maybe I said this when I first came here, but I've come to work and just left here moved by the individuals that I work with, right. like my colleagues, because, um, you know, this isn't a place where people come to and punch a clock and it's not a job. It's really more than that. Right. And, and that's, you know, that's what, when if you're, whether if you're here or you're in Oswego, uh, Auburn or out at the farm or, you know, this really isn't the normal work environment. This is a place that is intimate and filled with passion and uh, people are really um, doing work or but it's really just an extension of, of what they really care about. In some cases an extension of themselves. I mean it's, right. but it's, it's moving. The, it's and really that's moving. because as an independent living center we um, were directed by people with disabilities. Yeah. People with disabilities work here even if our staff doesn't have a disability themselves, they've got someone in their life yeah. that does. You know, you're right. When I meet new staff, I say the mission statement isn't just something we throw up on the wall on the first day and say, okay, this is what we really do. It's what we really do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think, our, you know, even the, the slogan we use in fundraising, not that I'm doing it now, but, you know, support arise, support independence, just really sums it up because if you support arise, you know, in whatever capacity, as a volunteer or whatever you would do, you really are supporting independence of, of you know, individuals in a way right. that, I mean, just thinking that, you know, and things that I took for granted, um, you know, not realizing that something that seems as simple but yet as complex as a ramp on somebody's home, the, you know, the independence that provides them because you just assume that everybody can get in and out of their house. I mean, or, or if they can't, somehow there's a way to get them out. But just to see... The impact of the ramp program. Absolutely, it's, it, it, it's mind-boggling. But you never the things things that I would never have really thought of um, in my in my life. You, you see now, and you appreciate a lot more. And there's absolutely the access mm-hmm. that ramps provide, but also the expertise of our staff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was just privy to an email exchange this week between. Um, Scott Picoy in our ramp program who's been doing this for a very long time and um, a, an individual who just wanted some advice who's going to construct a ramp for a member of his family and he and he knew about construction and des- design and I just the exchange between the the two of them and the and the knowledge and the detail that Scott was providing and it was partly because there was a request but it was mostly because he was so passionate about this work and whether it was him doing it himself or giving that knowledge just putting it out in the world and making sure that people have access mm-hmm. it's really amazing I mean, every every it seems like everything that's done here has an impact that um you know that we may not always realize but the you know multitude of individuals that benefit it when it comes back and you and you you know 
see those stories or you meet those individuals who you know benefited it's just really inspiring in a lot of ways but it's um like i said it's not a place you come to to work it's right. a, it's a, you know it's, it's a place where you come to 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 make a difference but but you want to make you know, it's it's just it's it's you know it's contagious it, it is it's mm. it, it's hard work that people are doing oh, yeah. and, and it's but it's so meaningful and people are so connected mm. to the mission mm. that they want to do the work mm. and they want to make things right and they want to make the world mm. better and more inclusive and i think people have fun here too I do. Well, at least they pretend in front of me they are. I mean, oh, uh, <laughs> they're really having fun. Are they? Yeah. So, but, but um, so to, I mean, fundraising isn't just to go out and have some money. We're advancing the the agency and the mission of the agency and and the awareness of the agency. And as as we go out and do this through all our, you know, multitudes of media um, and print and, and everything, it's really uh, rewarding to see uh, people recognize. Arise, but also usually somebody says some memory about Arise or, they, or what's been done um, with Arise. And right. I think it's um, it's really hard until you're here or you've been around it to really appreciate the breadth and depth of, of, of this agency. I mean, from the farm out in Chittenango where you're out there um, to, to being down in, you know, uh, Santa's workshop and adaptive design. It's really, and you do that in a day. And it's you can, and it's right. really just incredible. I mean, it's it's and that you know, and the the farm is really a a, a different, um, well, no pun intended, but it's a different animal. But I mean, it's um, but it's a whole different world with you know the pond and the playground, and you walk the track, and it's you know n- nobody out there is really working either. So um, they're out there, you know. Laura's out there on Sundays cutting grass. It's just, it's just, it's, it's all, like I said, it's really, you know, right. habit forming in a good way. And Laura's our farm manager. Yeah, yeah. Laura Little, she's yeah. amazing. And I think you're, you're right because everyone here is connected and our programs are very diverse. But I think at the, at the end of the day, our community understands that we're all going to be part of the disability community, um, whether you're born with a disability, you um, experience an injury, um, you can go in and out of that community. We, as we get older, things are more difficult. Um, so it's it's really a connection that is going to be front and center in some part of your life. And I'm talking about the the programs, um, the gateway programs that are easy to talk about. Right. That doesn't even get get underneath the layers with the CDPAP program and you know the advocacy work and, and the, all the agencies that you're involved with and all of that um, you know work that's never really seen but is but is you know constant and ongoing and, and those uh, unsung heroes and in, in, in those um, roles too. Right, and all of those people are doing direct service, yeah. making sure that people are safe and independent yeah. in our community yeah. and completely included. And it goes back to what you said about civil rights, mm-hmm. that you know, ARISE is a civil rights organization, that people with disabilities have every right to be fully included, and our community only benefits when that yeah. happens. Yeah. So thank you, Tim, for telling the stories of yeah. ARISE every day. Yeah, well, thanks for having me here. Thanks for uh, thanks for hiring me. And, um, <laughs> uh, it's it's you know it's great to be here. So uh, okay, thanks so much. Alrighty. 
For more information on how you can support Arise, visit our website at ariseinc.org. Support Arise, support independence.